0: good evening Sportzonians and everybody listening to us on all our various podcasting outlets we thank you for joining us whether it is google podcast apple podcast spotify stitcher tune in anchor bullhorn we thank you for joining us i am mike aglioloro i am joined by eric tressler eric how you doing doing good All right, and we're here to talk about the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Disney Plus TV show, which does have some big ramifications for the greater MCU, and we'll talk a little bit about those in a minute here. But in terms of a, and this will be a spoiler review of the series finale here, and I'll say this first, like, obviously... Me and Eric have had some differences of opinion about this episode, about this series. To this point, we heard that uh, a bunch in last week's review that we did here, and I'm going to be honest. I still liked this week's episode. Um, I thought it was a pretty strong finale, but I get everyone who is disappointed by the fact that we haven't done that had that knockdown barn burner, just hands down spectacular series finale. For these shows. Because I can admit we still haven't had that. But I like the way this episode went. I like the fact that we started off with a lot of action between Falcon, Winter Soldier. We saw John Walker back. We saw them fight the Flag Smashers. We saw the reveal of who the power broker is. I think me and Eric kind of knew which way we were going on that one. So no surprise there. I loved the way they worked Isaiah Bradley into this episode when they Um, You know, when Falcon basically becomes Captain America in front of the world, I thought his speech was very well done the way that went in. And overall, I thought it was a very good series finale. And, you know, I'm going to let Eric go a little bit here. Um, But overall, I liked it. But again, I get anyone who is saying that we haven't had that knock your socks off great series finale yet. I get it. So, Eric, go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, I think there's a misconception. It's not that I don't think it's good because it was a good show. No, 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 no. It was it was good But when you're coming on the heels of Endgame and Infinity War and you're coming on the heels of a year where people didn't have anything for practically almost a year and a half. And the first two things out of the gate to me didn't live up to Infinity War level hype or Endgame level hype. They just You want them to keep progressing, and I just feel like Marvel may have like kind of plateaued with that, and now they're trying to still ride that wave, but I just think they're coming down. I think it's you know. Well, let me ask you something. Weird to say, it's hard, but it's a good show. The characters Mm -hmm. are fantastic. I think uh, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan do a great job. Mm -hmm. Um zero issue with any of the acting my issue mainly is with the story itself not necessarily him becoming captain america because i think that's great not necessarily because i think it's deserving i I think that well i think his speech was good i don't have a problem with any of that type of aspect i just have a problem because i think the show should have been or could have been something different and it wasn't Mm. that's where it's like i just didn't meet my Expectations, but I think my expectations for these shows were set too high to begin with. So it's just one of those things where it's not that it's a bad show, and I'm not going to sit here and kill it and say it's terrible. And what I've seen much worse television than that. Sure. Like sure. hell, I watched the first 25 minutes of Mortal Kombat. I can tell you, it's worse than anything, any amount of minutes Ooh. I've watched of. Wow. Uh, in my opinion, like the first 25 <laughs> minutes. That's all I've seen so far. Maybe it gets yeah. better. I don't know. But this is. <laughs> the first seven minutes they showed online was better than the, the next thirteen minutes I watched for sure. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen that movie yet. But I, ha- I,
0: I haven't. I haven't.
1: Okay. No, because it's not spoiling anything either because I don't have anything to spoil. I've only seen the first twenty minutes. Yeah. But what I've seen has not has not anything I've seen from Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been better than that so far. I so know. Again, I, I'm not I'm not killing the show itself. I'm just wondering. I think the story and everything could have been different, could have been better.
0: Mm. Well, a a couple things real quick. I know Cousin David was telling me he had seen the movie and he thought it was all right, but he said something like he thought the original Mortal Kombat was better than it. So I I don't think you're that far off with where he was going on that one. And I I want to talk to you about the high expectations because obviously when you come off off of something like Avengers Endgame, you're going to have high expectations for a franchise, and I get that. But I know my personal thinking was after Avengers Endgame, you know, they were at the Zenith point, really, but they still had to move on. So you kind of knew that they almost had to deconstruct themselves because the only way you get to a level of an Avengers Endgame is with 10 years of buildup. And now you kind of have to reset things to move forward to the future. So I get where you're thinking about, you know, the high expectations and everything, but... I don't necessarily think Marvel is wrong for maybe taking a little bit of a step back in order to get back to those heights in the future, if that makes any sense. You get what I'm saying?
1: It does. And it doesn't because they've already used all their best characters. Now they're into all their secondary characters. Now I get it. They still have X-Men and Fantastic Four. And trust me, those two groups are going to be the big phases of the next few phases. They're going to be the big introductions. They're the ones going to be leading the stories. I think this is just a transition phase to get us to there we're just not there yet. And that's where it's like, I, cause I think they've run their course with the Avengers necessarily. Like, you know, I know you're still going to see She-Hulk. I know you're going to, you're starting to see all these secondary characters where I'm just wondering how much, cause people were invested in Captain America and Thor and like all these characters. I wonder how much they're going to be invested in this next group of characters um you know in between before we get to the the main x-men slot and the fantastic four so for now i think that they're they're trying to build up to some kind of young avengers west coast Avengers, some kind of avengers type storyline sure, sure, sure. and you know i can't i don't say that that's anything bad you know but i just mm-hmm. at the same time i'm like i don't know i have mm. I don't know if that's the direction I necessarily would have been, but I've been saying that for about both of these shows so far, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It just feels like they're doing more building towards the next than they are focusing on these stories. Now, granted, I think this, this last episode was very Falcon-based, was very him taking that mantle, taking that shield, and I wish that it might have happened sooner than yeah. it did. And that's another point of contention i have with the show is because i definitely think he could have could have made that arc and made that jump a little sooner mm. and we could have enjoyed more time with him as like cap and we could have well- seen you no know, more of that and i get that maybe they're trying to do on uh, another uh you know captain america movie f- focusing on him as captain america but I don't know. At the same time, I just wish that I saw more of that. But uh, I I don't know. It's all just story choices and stuff. But, you know, but that's it. It's more nitpicking that I'm doing than anything else. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, and that's really what it is. So I'm not killing the show by any means, but I also don't think it was the greatest TV show I ever watched either. Mm -hmm. And as far as Disney Plus shows go, I would still rank Mandalorian ahead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: Well, you've been saying that pretty consistently since the beginning, so I'm not going to argue with you on that one. And I get your point that they could have given him the Captain American mantle sooner. And like for us who have watched Falcon through the movies, I think we would have been fine if he would have accepted the shield right off the bat. But I also get the idea that maybe as a character, they wanted to flesh him out to the point where he felt he was ready to earn it so and i was i like i said i was fine with the journey it went on and the culmination the way it did where he not just felt like he had to do it for himself but he had to do it for what came before him i like the way that they worked isaiah bradley into that last episode
1: truthfully thought it was pretty no, and much- listen he got his due i i, I enjoyed that i'm yeah. i'm not a, i'm not focusing on that necessarily in the way they I just think the whole Flash Flag Smasher storyline, it was just a bit weak. Sharon Carter with seeming to be the power broker, although it was never actually, she didn't say, I am the power broker. Just no, but of, everybody,
0: everybody else did, though. I, I it's think assumed, she's
1: the power. It's, assu- it's assumed that, but I think that's kind of a weak storyline for her, and I, I don't like it because to me, it soils the, the Carter name, and, you know, Peggy Carter was a, a heroic figure, and, you know, I... I don't love that turn for Sharon Carter. Um, So, I mean, I don't, uh, certain things, I think, I think George St. Pierre as Batroc the Reaper was kind of a waste. He was just like, all right. Yeah.
0: No, I'm with you on that. I could see that. So, um, um, yeah, that's well,
1: kind of. I want to. I want to go
0: back to a, a point you made about you know now we're focusing on more of the secondary characters going forward. You you th- talked about She Hulk and then bringing up Moon Knight. These are guys who have traditionally have been, like you said, second and third tier characters in Marvel's lineage. I would also argue and point out when they started the MCU, they started it with Iron Man, who at the time. Comic book fans thought of him as a B and C level character. He was never someone who you would have thought of as a guy to lead the universe. And you know, they only did that because they didn't have Spider Man. They didn't have the Fantastic Four. They didn't have X Men. And now you can't look back on the MCU and think of it being done any other way without Iron Man and Captain America being the center of it. So I think it's possible a few years from now, we look at some of these guys that they bring in now. And say, wow, we wouldn't have thought of them as like headlining characters when it happened, but now that it's happened this way, you can't think of any other way to do it. I I want to think that, like, and obviously, we've seen the the trailer for the Shang-Chi movie that's coming out. We know Eternals is in the pipeline and a few other things. So I think yeah, I but think I gotta tell you, the more you they, they kick start Black somewhere. Widow
1: and, and Eternals down the road, the more they kick that can down the road the less I like them, the less, the less I'm excited for them. Well, they have but a lot more, over... hype.
0: they have a lot more hype on them, more expectations on them now than they would have if they came out at the time they were supposed to. So I can give you that one.
1: Yeah, but I'm just not excited to watch them anymore. I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I, I've lost the hype for black widow. I've mm. lost it. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't see it as a good thing. I, I don't see it as a good thing for the MCU either. Well, but I, I don't well, know. Maybe that's just me.
0: It's not. I mean, and obviously I don't think you're blaming them for it, but I mean, we can't put it entirely on them that these movies got postponed because of everything that happened last year that, you know, they had to do what they had to do on that one. They didn't necessarily want to go the streaming route because they saw that it kind of killed some of the other releases like Mulan and was it Raya and The Last Dragon? You know, they had those on premiere access streaming wise and it didn't do what they were supposed to. So they were holding out hope they could still get theatrical releases on them. I I don't know. I get what you're saying. I'm still excited to see those movies, but I get the idea of someone's excitement waning just because we've waited so long for them. So I get you on that one. Um, I, I want to talk. I, the only real knock I had on this week's episode, and I'm curious what you thought. What did you think of the Captain America costume?
1: Oh, I had no problem with it. I, I had zero. I, I didn't mind it. I actually kind of liked it. I thought it looked good. Too much minded, white. Uh, I, minded, I minded more of John Walker's. I didn't like the U.S. agent suit, but I guess they're both comic book accurate, so I can't really hate on either yeah. one. It's just not not a big fan. Not, I'm more of a fan of Sam's than I am of John Walker's.
0: Too much white around the neck for me. It looked a little gouty to me. And like you said, they're both comic book accurate, but it's just too much white. Up top. They
1: wanted it to stand out. That's what they wanted, you know.
0: Oh, it stood out. It stood
1: out. That wasn't the problem. <laughs> I I don't the more of a problem I had with the suit was those goggles he was wearing. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I didn't feel the need for them to be tinted red. They could have just been, you know, clear. Mm. They could have been anything else. I don't know.
0: Mm. I'll tell you this. I want to I say one thing about the speech real quick. I mean, how many times do you see uh, movie speeches like that one that could that sometimes come off feeling very forced, very, you know, kind of thrown in. I didn't really feel like that was forced. That felt very organic to me. And the fact that it wasn't intended to be something that was on TV, they just happened to have the uh, the cameras around them, like the, everybody filming on their phones and everything. I liked that. I thought that was pretty cool the way they did that. What would you think on that? Well,
1: My, mind, uh, I liked it. Again, I... Yeah, I don't have too many, too much opinion on that, though. Mm. All right, fair enough. All right, um, well, we're not going
0: to spend too much time on this. I know, unfortunately, Dave Hastings is not able to join us here. Uh, Cousin David, you got some things he's got to do, too. I just wish there was more
1: to talk about. I'll be honest, too. I wish there was mm. more to get into. I wish there was more to talk about, speculate on. I mean, the only thing you can really speculate on is, is it going to be the Thunderbolt or the Dark Avengers? The team they're they're trying to set up with these you know kind of bad guys being good guys, type deal. So, um well, th- it's that's fun- the biggest question coming out of here. But I mean, even still, that's kind of like, eh. and then I mean, are you gonna tell me that that Julie Louis Dreyfus's new cal- character Val is gonna lead that team, or is she just working for somebody? Like, I know that that was supposed to play out more in Black Widow. She was supposed to. That was where her cameo was originally supposed to be
0: and i hope she's still in that i hope she's still in that i hope they don't cut her scenes out on that
1: oh no no i think there's still every intention of still having her is still in that movie it's just they're showing her earlier than originally intended
0: you know what I'm talking oh. about? Like the articles that came out that said that she was supposed to be in Black Widow. They 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 threw in the line and we it isn't confirmed whether or not she's still in the movie. I think that would be a bad idea if they cut those scenes out of the movie just because it didn't come out first, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: No. Yeah. Um yeah, I it'll be interesting to see which way it goes. I um I'm of the mind I think Dark Avengers makes more sense. And I don't necessarily think that Valentina is going to lead the team. Like, I am I know you've heard this, that she's kind of like the anti-Nick Fury in that regard. Will she be the guy behind the scenes kind of pulling the strings, but not necessarily like a field leader or anything like that? I know you've heard that.
1: Yeah, but I think she I think she could be working for Thunderbolt Ross. That's what I think. And if that's the case then I think we could be getting the Thunderbolts. I still think something's going to play out with that storyline. I don't know if it's Red Hulk, I don't know if it's whatever, but they need some kind of villain that for for She-Hulk and I'm guessing maybe Red Hulk is that, but I, I just think that they've wasted um, the whole character completely.
0: Abomination. Abomination they can go that route oh. too.
1: Yeah, but he's in the he they'd have to get him out of the raft.
0: Well, he's supposed I mean, to—he's supposed to be in that She-Hulk show, from what I heard. I think Tim Roth's in that.
1: He might be, and maybe that's the case. But I still think they're going to try to go Red Hulk route. I think that's why you're seeing that Red Serum in um, the, some of the promo art and some of the toys and stuff for for Black Widow that leaked out. Uh, the, I still think that there's that that route they can go to. But I, I just wish they had done more with the Hulk storyline before they. Immediately went to She Hulk because they 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 haven't done Hulk justice.
0: They well, you know him what? A bitch
1: come Infinity War and Endgame. I mean, honestly, uh, like, I think that's a he little was awesome. He was the best iteration of the Hulk we have seen is in Ragnarok. Outside of mm. that, it's been very spotty, and I, I just wish for for more more Hulk because Hulk can smash, and Hulk, Hulk deserves. More than he's getting for sure, in my opinion. Well,
0: unfortunately, and I know you know this, is because they don't they don't control a hundred percent of his rights. Like Universal still controls the distribution on any movie that is actually titled Hulk. That's why they've gotten around that by only making him a second secondary character in like Ragnarok. I get and- it,
1: I get it, but still, they've been able to get all these other rights back, make all these other deals, and you can and- tell me you can't put together a good uh, Universal. Uh-oh. You can't put together a deal with universal to make a good Hulk movie. I'm going to call it bullshit. Yeah.
0: That's, that's kind of fair, but I also, I also don't know that a Hulk movie on his own entirely works. I don't know that it works. Cause it like, does now
1: when you can incorporate the smart, Hulk, smart Hulk aspect of it, because now he actually has a brain. Mm-hmm. There is a function between the two. Maybe you can see them tear apart and they have to come back together for something. It could be, there's different ways you can, you can do it. And I mean, I've, not reading the comics, but I've seen some of the newer story arcs for the Hulk and stuff and there's there's some stuff there they could definitely explore. And I'm just yeah, I'm I'm just disappointed. I like the I like the whole character myself. Well, I, I
0: also like Mark Ruffalo, so anything that could get more Mark Ruffalo, I would definitely be for. So I'm I'm with you on that. Um all right, I think I think that'll do it here for us here on uh, on this. Uh, overall, listen, I thought this was a pretty strong series. I enjoyed watching every episode. I thought to take it for what every episode was worth, I was able to enjoy the ride. I will say one thing to you. I know you've you've mentioned that they set up Young Avengers with some of the characters that they've brought in, some of the younger characters, and I know Eli Bradley is a member of Young Avengers in some capacity. Uh, I thought they've done a horrible job setting him up. If he's going to be a big character down the line, because we've got—he said like ten lines the entire time he's been in it. I don't care about him to this point, so I, I don't know how you feel about that. But I feel like if he's going to be a part of Young Avengers, they—they they did not do a good job really setting him up.
1: No, they didn't. But again, I think that's that storyline so far mm. down mm. that I mean, I just think they're just doing too much setup for it. I just too much early setup. I think it's gonna pay off later but again, by later, will we care? Will we remember? Will we, you know, is it gonna be the same?
0: Mm. All right, So do you have any final thoughts on the show as a whole, sir?
1: Ah uh, no, a good show. I mean, I'll give it a, a seven out of ten. That's a
0: good score. I could give it somewhere between a seven or an eight myself. I want to be honest. To go to your Mandalorian point, um, I still think of...
1: That's up around a nine for me. I'll be honest. That's up around a nine.
0: Well, what I was going to say is I feel like the first season of The Mandalorian, of the four seasons of these shows that we've gotten, the first season of The Mandalorian is probably my favorite out of all of them. I could see putting these two shows around the second season of the Mandalorian. If not, maybe uh, a hair in front of them for me. I know you probably disagree with that. That's where I'm at on it though. Okay. Yeah.
1: I disagree a little bit. You know, I, I think that this show is, is nowhere near the Mandalorian. I think the Mandalorian storytelling is better. I think a lot of things about it are better.
0: Well, I, so, I told, I told you what I, I what I enjoyed about the first season of the Mandalorian is that I didn't feel it needed to tie in to the exactly. greater Star Wars u- universe. The second season was still strong. Don't get me wrong, but the fact that you could tell there was more setup for what was to come in the greater Star Wars universe, that kind of like it didn't kill it for me, but it kind of it made it feel not as special. Like, Mandalorian that first season, to me, felt special because it was a standalone thing by itself. Now you're bringing in Katie Sackoff, You're bringing in Boba Fett. You're setting up the Boba Fett show. You're setting up uh, Ahsoka Tana and all this stuff. And it just it took a little bit of that specialness away from it for me.
1: See, to me, it didn't. And I'll say why. Because I think, to me, it's still the Mandalorian was the character. He was the mm-hmm. man no matter who they brought in, no matter who they put him up against. He was the badass.
0: But there were also, if I can cut you off real quick, to me there were moments where I would have liked to see more Mando and Baby Yoda. And we still got plenty of it, but I'm just saying, like, those were the best moments of the show for me. And because you had to set up other things, you kind of got away from that a little bit at certain points in the season. That's my thing.
1: Okay. I mean, I can see your point, but at the same time, I would, I would uh, disagree. Hmm. Yeah, no problem with
0: that. Now, let me ask you a question here. WandaVision and Captain... Uh, well, yeah, you could say Captain America and the Winter Soldier or Zack Snyder's Justice League.
1: Zack Snyder's
0: Justice League. Mm. I don't know if I'm with you on that one.
1: I don't I'm know. 100% on board. Now, have you told me Infinity War or... Justice League. I'm going to tell you is uh, I'm going to tell you Infinity War over Zack Snyder's Justice I League. I hope so. Yeah, but at this point, I'm yeah, I'm I'm the other way. I'm i Justice League over. But I mean, I'm I'm going to like I said, I'm going to watch Mortal Kombat. I'm going to watch uh, the other one as well, Godzilla vs Kong. I'm going to watch. Um.
0: I don't know I've never I've never been a big Godzilla or King Kong guy. Oh, did I get cut off? No I did i'm I'm uh, sorry somebody uh, say something to me. Oh, no, that's fine. that's fine. Yeah, I've never been a big Godzilla King Kong guy. I got a buddy of mine who loves those movies and was like all excited for Godzilla versus King Kong. and I just that's that's, that's not me. can't get into that. Those in the Bond movies I just never got into. so all right. Let's wrap this up here, Eric Tressler.
1: Final thoughts, my friend. Uh stay sweaty as always. so we start talking about Loki and the rest. Um, keep tuning in on Tuesdays. We'll keep talking sports, and uh, everybody enjoy. Stay sweaty. Stay sweaty,
0: my friend. And I am Mike Aglia-Lauro. Thank you, everybody, for listening on all our podcasting outlets. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Anchor, Bullhorn. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see y'all on Tuesday for the big show, Sports Zone.